Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another show via Zoom. We are coming to you live from us in National City and our guest from New York. Really cool. I, I, I always get the... Is this our first uh, Coast to Coast show? This is our first Coast to Coast show. Cool. So, Lilia, thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Fernanda. Thanks, James. Really glad to be here. Awesome. All right. Before we get started, I got to remind the audience, 365 pairs of shoes is what we're shooting for by the end of the year. So if you do have a gently uh, used pair of shoes or it's brand new or you want to donate cash, hit up James 619-884-0045. If you're listening to this in New York, he's not going to ride over there in his Harley. But if you're listening to it here in San Diego, he'll ride over on his Harley and pick up those shoes. Uh, and again, James at csfirst.com or 619-884-0045. We appreciate all the donations we've had so far garage is getting filled up so we love it let's keep going we can make it uh sooner rather than later for sure <clears throat> and uh one last thing if anybody does have a space for uh a uh vagabond hiker <laughs> young female okay so totally safe i'm just saying friend of a friend needs a place to crash uh from the 13th to the 19th there you go all right if James. anybody can help out let me know intro Alrighty, intro time. Well, here we go again. It is a beautiful, wonderful uh, Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon here <laughs> in San Diego, and uh, hopefully it was a beautiful day out there in New York as well. We're excited today to have Miss Lilia Navarrete from Rise. What is Rise? Always the first question. Lilia, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you guys for inviting. So Rise is the company. It's my company. So I'm the CEO, the founder, the, the runner of the company. And it's really just a company that is for successful, high-level, purpose-driven female entrepreneurs who love what they do but are tired of the hustle. So what I help them create is I help them get to their next level of success without struggle because who doesn't want that? Yeah, well, struggle is always part of life. But I was told that you have to struggle when you get into business, that you have to do everything yourself, that, you know, that's the only way to get from point A to point B. Tell me a little bit about what you uh, tell females. Uh, that is a lie. Long story short, that is a lie. Yeah. So I tell my, you know, when I work with one-on-one -on -one in my group programs, uh, what I tell women is that we've been raised that way. It's the culture promotes the hustle, the grinds, the burnout. And we've seen it left and right right now that, um, you know, whether you're in a work environment and especially entrepreneurship, people burn out. And they get to a place where they feel like business is just taking their up their entire lives and their relationship are crumbling, their health is crumbling, you know, they're not enjoying business and they jumped in entrepreneurship because they thought it was going to be great. It's going to give them freedom. It's going to allow them to support their families and create the lifestyle that they want to have. And then long story short, you know, somewhere halfway through or 
six months in or a year in or two year in, right, or further along, they find themselves trapped by their own business. Mm -hmm. And it's just really not a full situation because I see a lot of leaders. So my, my clients are high level women and they're leaders in the industry and in their, in their business. And when we have a leader who's burned out, who's unhappy in their own lives and in their own business, then this is what they promote or this is the image that they create. And it's just unhealthy for cultures, for women, for families, for, for anything. It's just unhealthy. So it's super, super important for me. My own personal journey is to help a women or men to understand really that it doesn't have to be that way. There are much easier way, um, not necessarily paid ways to to create your success, and it's really all in our head. All right. So in my experience, I've noticed that when an entrepreneur gets to that stage, that burnout stage, where they're just almost done with this particular venture that they've come across, it's normally because they had this idea of building a business, but what they end up doing is creating a job. You know, they end up having their own job and they own their own job and they have this idea in their head that I own a business, but in, in, in all reality, they don't. When I define a business, it's when you can go on vacation and it's still fully functioning, the checks come in the mail, everything's still go, going. It might be better when you come back than when you left it behind. That's a true business. But the but what a lot of people do is they, they go to, you know, their local assessor's office, they get a DBA, they get a you know an EIN number and they start making sales and they think they're in business. How are you helping people shift that mindset, understanding the difference between being self employed and an actual business owner? Yeah, so it's a it's a great thing that you just said. It's like Tony Robbins, right? Tony Robbins said that you don't have a business if you can't walk away and and your business still continues running. So it's really just the mindset about it's the money mindset. It's the, you know, the, the self-belief about what you can create, what you're allowed to create. You know, it's the, the money mindset of how much you can charge and can you hire a team and can you actually step away from your business and people still having the results that they're having, whether from your products or from your services, right? It's just really the deep inner game that creates this, this, permission for us to say, hey, in order for me to create a lifestyle that I actually want and wanted in the first place when I started it, then I have to be able to walk away from it because all of my clients, they all want to travel. They want all, they all want their freedom. They all want to go on vacation. They all want to take their families on vacation. They want to spend time with their kids. They want to help you know, the world in a different way. So that means exactly what you said, stepping out. And the first and foremost is to figure out, well, what is it in your mind and your subconscious mind, what kind of beliefs, what are the stories that you're telling yourself that keep you in your business day and night and not allowing you to step out, which what does, what tells you that you can't raise your prices? What tells you that if you step out, that people won't get the same results? What tells you that you cannot hire a team? What tells you that you cannot delegate, right? Because there's something in your head that's telling you that you can't have it. That's why you're not having that. So it's working on the mindset first and foremost, and then creating a personalized business strategy because there is a gazillion way you can run a business right now, right? So I work a lot with coaches as well. There are so many ways you can run a business right now. You can be location independent. You can be present. You can run webinars. You can do workshops. You can do seminars. There's so many ways a person can run a business right now. Nobody asks themselves a question of what is the aim of my business. What is the essential aim? Again, what is the lifestyle that I want to create essentially for myself and for my family? We don't really ask ourselves this question. We just get into, as you were saying, you know, open up a company, go on an IN number, just doing and doing and doing that having a vision 
like and a vision that doesn't um, that isn't stopped by obstacles, but telling you, oh, but I can only make two hundred thousand dollars a year, right? Thinking about millions is not even anywhere close, and I can even think about that because my mindset is not allowing me to, right? Or I'd give you the complete opposite. The complete opposite is you have this uh, thing in your head where I'm going to make a million dollars a year, and it's not a realistic goal compared to the amount of work that you're ready to put into it, right? Compared to the systems that you have to put into place, it's almost like uh, you have both sides of the of the table. There, you have one where you have a person who's not optimistic enough, who doesn't have the confidence in themselves to do, to feel like they can take on some, some new venture, like they can hold their own in a conversation. Then you have the other side of the table, which is the aspirational dreamers who want to go on vacation every single day, make millions of dollars, but only have a simple idea and not really to do the work. How, how, do you, how do you help them with that, that medium, get them to the middle ground? Well, I think it's very important to not get caught into, um, uh, you know, there are a lot of uh, business coaches or strategists out there. And so when they tell you, hey, you know, my journey is I made, I don't know, $360,000 in a matter of like 10 minutes. So we get caught up into this, like this dream thing that I can just go and learn from this person right now and make $360,000 in 10 minutes. And I think it's really not a lot of people are talking about the journey itself. Entrepreneurship is not something that you jump in, make a million dollars and you walk out. Entrepreneurship is a journey of you stepping into it and and leading the journey so it's not a one year when a six months type of a journey it's actually a prolonged journey mm -hmm. so telling people straight away that when you're starting from a complete zero just know that for the first two years you're gonna be figuring things out you're gonna be figuring them out and if you're smart enough and if you're ready to invest and if you work on your mindset because i always tell my clients right for me the my mantra is build your build your business around your life, not your life around your business, right? When you start the right, the smart way from the very beginning, you can go on vacation making millions, but you need to understand realistically that it will happen in a couple of years. So taking those action steps necessary to create that is great, right? So I see, as you're saying, those dreamers who are just, I want to, you know, I'm, I want to make $50,000, $100,000 months. How much are you making right now? Zero. Great. Let's lower the expectations a little bit because <laughs> happen for you first right that you need to see that money is coming in you need to see the things that are happening for you but you also need to strategize right for whatever your idea or whatever whatever your lifestyles look looks like for me as a big transformational business coach so for me i work a lot with people on okay let's say uh, what is it that you want to create in the future right essentially what you want to do how do you feel when you do that what is it do you actually want to create do you want to travel do you want to you know have you know work work online until 5 p.m at night and whatnot and being able to tell people you need to do things that will have you feeling that way so you know how Tony Robbins, I think, was also saying this is like stepping into that version of yourself and active act as if you're already having it. So now a lot of people are doing it, and that's where we get into the grind mode all the time. It's doing the same thing over and over, and business doesn't grow if you do the same things over and over, right? That's an insanity game. If you're not getting the results that you want to get from doing over and over, you need to do something different. So I've gotten massive, massive results fast for me in my business when I started allowing myself to do the things that I wanted to allow myself to do and living that lifestyle, and then things were just kind of falling into place and clients were, were flowing in and business was accelerating because I allowed myself to do the things I thought, well, I can only do them when I make the money. I can only do them when I have the clients. I can only do that when, right? So that is a conditional thinking. That's a limitation thinking. When we say, I'm only available to have that when, and that's just a trap game. This no. trap 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I am loving this conversation right now. I just want to like everything that you've been saying, uh, you know, allowing is, is a big buzzword for me, allowing uh, good things to come into my life. When you were talking about how uh, somebody doesn't believe in the amount of money that they could possibly make or that their business could make. Uh, a belief is just a thought that you repeat to yourself over and over and over again. And man, I'm just, I'm loving this whole thing. And Hernan and I, we have uh, this constant uh, back and forth about whether it's mindset first or action first. And you, it sounds like you're making the argument that it's mindset first. <laughs> it's mindset it's just there's it's like when you're up level and you when you're playing a big game with numbers and thinking about high six figures and millionaires and whatnot they all will tell you it's 99% mindset and like 1% of the actions because your actions so I would always argue that your actions will only lead to the right results when there are empowered actions and they're only empowered actions when they come from a place of you being super clear on what needs to get done business and entrepreneurship can be really overwhelming again because there's so many things that you can be doing in your business and then you need to really drop in and see well what is it that I want to create right what kind of a lifestyle I want to create what what how, like that person in the future who's making a million dollars what does this person believe about themselves what might they be even taking for granted about themselves right and then how can I take that belief and embody that belief and embody those feelings that this person's already feeling was making a million dollars you know three or five years down the road and how can I what can I do in my life to attract more of those feelings so step into that version and act as if you were already having that because if we're gonna live our life waiting for that permission for this when things happen they will never happen because you'll get to a particular level and you'll be like okay well I'll get to go this and do that when right and this when is a trap that never happens so in business when you want to create it without struggle is when you allow these things for yourself simultaneously so you allow yourself to do these things and trust that you are going to show up as a person, as an entrepreneur, you're going to show up to create the results that you need to create. And it always works. It just works like a magic pill. Well, let me ask you this. There's, there's some people who are, uh, who trust what they're capable of doing, right? They, they understand that I can do X thing very, very well. Uh, my problem is I can't, I don't trust that person to do the same quality work or to treat that client the same way I would or to run my business the way I would particularly run my business. And so I think some of the, some, you know, striving, struggling entrepreneurs have a control issue, right? They're not willing to let go of certain things. They don't understand that, you know, maybe a virtual assistant will save you four hours a day of emails or, you know, having, having a, a technician come and do the, the actual tech work might save you a couple hours a day where you can focus on growing your business, working on your business rather than working in it. Um, what, what kind of struggles have you seen in your coaching clients when you have a client like that? Exactly that. So it's control issues come from perfectionists. Right, being a perfectionist, I want to, I want everything to be perfect. And a perfectionist, if you go deep into mindset, a perfectionist is just you want to be liked by people. Mm -hmm. right? You want to essentially get to a place where you're doing everything perfect so that you can be patted on the head or on the back and saying you've done a good job. So that comes from you know the childhood, the ace. I've I've lived that. I'm like the you know retired president of the perfectionist people club. So, <laughs> it's uh, our yeah. egos, right? Our egos yeah, are stopping yeah. us. Yeah. And it's 
also a limiting belief. It's looking for that approval. So it's something coming from your, stemming down from your childhood of you wanting to feel that approved, of you wanting to belong to people. And for one another reason, right? So our core things that any human being will go for is the safety of love and belonging, right? Survival, safety, love and belonging. That's all we're going for. This is just wired in our subconscious. We, if, if your subconscious could care less how much money you want and what kind of a business you want to create, it's wired that way. So when we have a story that we have to be, we have to put everything out perfect. What actually happens is you are taking yourself away from making the needle mover actions in your business that will create result. Because if they create the result, then oh my god, what if I create this massive result? And what if I get a divorce from my husband or from my wife because now I'm massively making money? What if all my friends will stop talking to me because I'm now, now I'm going to be this wealthy person or successful person and I'm going to lose my friends? What if I earn my father and my mom? and it'll just you know it'll ruin the relationship within a family so we don't realize that these stories are running on the background and we're creating the perfectionist scenario the control scenario so that we don't take the actions that, that we need to make in our business to create the results with ease because somehow it's threatening our either love or safety belonging I'm thinking I'm going a little bit too deep for people but that's what it is right? It's this, it's this, it's kind of like a, almost um, a safety mechanism for you to not go out there, not create the massive results because this result somehow can threaten your, um, your life as you know it is. And that it's a comfort disruptor, right? We're exactly. comfortable with what it is, whether it's a stressful environment, whether it's uh, an easy environment, we like that comfort. We're afraid of making that change. We're afraid of what if I fail? What if I succeed? We play that what if game in our head all day long. And those what if things are the ones that are stopping us. I mean, I, I know, for example, you deal with a lot of women. Women already have some obstacles that they have to go through, just the fact of their their gender, you know. But on top of that, um, it's it's not that they can't overcome those things. It's that they use them, in my opinion, a lot of times as a crutch to not advance, right? I have to. I can't go and run a business. I have a kid. I can't do this. My husband wants me to stay home. I can't do the, all those. I can'ts are internal limiting beliefs. Yeah. That I think that I think they they set on themselves. You know, there's sometimes granted, there's gonna be times where there's physical ailments and something happens tragic that you can't that you have to physically overcome. But for the most part, I believe that most entrepreneurs struggle with their own personal demons, their own personal struggles. That's I think it's an accountability thing. You know what I mean? Like they they if if they stop pointing the finger at something else. It's always something stopping me. It's always another obstacle in front of me rather than being introspective and looking at, at what is it that I truly want? Why did I start this business in the first place? If, yeah. they can, if we can get them to focus on the why, on why they're doing this, it's going to be the thing that wakes them up in the morning. I, heard, I forget where I heard this, but if, if in the morning the alarm clock goes on and you hit the snooze button, you are literally telling your life, you're literally saying that your life is better. You would rather be unconscious than conscious in your life. That means your life is that much of a struggle or that much of a burden. You would rather be asleep for it than awake. And I think that's a mentality issue. That's something that, that a good coach, a, a good uh, mentor will help you understand that if you're doing things the right way, if you're revolving, like you said, your, uh, your life around your business, not your business around your life, you're going to want to get up in the morning. You're, you're, you're only going to want to put in the fewest amount of sleep hours because you can't wait to wake up and enjoy the life that you're living, the passion that you have for it because it's your life, right? Yeah. 
So there's, I agree and I disagree with you. And I think it's really important to, to um, discuss both of the things. So one of the things is absolutely you have to be so passion driven, right? Purpose driven. You have to be driven by a why. You have to have a big enough why to even want to become an entrepreneur, right? To change this world, to do something better, to do something better for your family, for people. But where I would be really, really careful is telling people that they're making, or women or men as well, right? They're, they're using this excuse. It's not an excuse and you don't put a limiting belief up on yourself. This is what was written in your subconscious when you were really little and you have no control over it. So it was given to you when you, anywhere from where you were in your mother's womb like I have client sessions that we go so deep they have like a subconscious memories of being in a mom's womb so it's as crazy as it sounds so from the moment that you're in there up until you're about you know hitting puberty that's when your subconscious mind is operating your conscious mind frontal lobe isn't being even being developed so you have no choice over it whatever people in your family your primary caregivers your neighbors your mothers your uncles whatever whatever they thought about the world, about making money, about freedom, about anything whatsoever, about success. They come and they give it to you and you have no control over it. So when, when I hear women saying, you know, I, I, it's my husband, I can't really do it. It's not that it's like, it's almost impossible for them to get out of it unless somebody does the work within the mind, the deep mindset where the transformational work to figure out how we can actually release that belief. So I'll be really careful here because I talk about this a lot and just motivational coaching or just accountability won't do anything because if it did, we would all be super successful right now, right? If it were all just about the motivation, it's not because people sabotage themselves. They will self-sabotage themselves because they have no control. It's wired in our bodies, literally, you know, neuroscience and quantum physics and epigenetics talk about it all the time. You have no control over it. So you need to have someone going deep with in and figure out well where is that story coming from and how can we rewire that pattern and rewrite that story so now it doesn't have any control over you so yes it's the motivation yes it's absolutely the why but the most important thing is the transformational work because if you have the why and you have the motivation but you have these demons inside of you and you have this limiting stories you won't go far you will go out there and you'll struggle and that is why I see women being in entrepreneurship either they're dropping it or being in it and hustling and struggling a lot because something is telling them that they must something is telling them that they have to something is telling them that there you know that there's no other way and that is not true right it's all in the transformational work really so really big difference you cannot control your beliefs you cannot install them them on your own it's something that was given to you and you need a deeper work to find out what they are and how you can rewire it now I, I yeah, yeah, I do agree with that that's that's why good coaching, good mentoring is is vital for a lot of people because I think that's where you really got a, a good mentor is going to really dig deep into who you are and there are I, I've met a number of them that that do really well with getting to know you one on one, right? Yeah. I think I think that's one of the biggest hurdles um, where you can go into a coaching session and you're in an audience of thousands and it's very mm -hmm. difficult to break down those little barriers that you might have, but you sit down with somebody one-on-one -on -one and it's very therapeutic. It's very eye-opening. Sometimes you don't even know the things that are going on in your own head until you have somebody walk you through the process. Absolutely. So, so I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, but I do like to, I do like to say it is, it is a hurdle. It is, I don't, I don't, I guess I couldn't, shouldn't use excuse, but it is something that you can overcome, right? It's not oh, something that's going to stop you. It's, it's, it, it might be more difficult for some versus others, but you can overcome it. 
Oh, absolutely. My number one thing is that if you have me just, you know, hanging out with friends or anybody who's asking me, not even talking to clients, I tell everybody you should get a coach. Everybody should get a coach, like a, a good transformational coach or good mentor, a therapist, someone who does this work. Everybody should have one. Why? Because it's easy to go through this. It's not that difficult. People think that, oh my gosh, it's going to take me forever. No, but it is so crucial because once you've just you've, you've eliminated those stories, they're no longer controlling you. Then you go and you create massive, massive six figure incomes, multiple six figure incomes. I take my clients, like I've witnessed taking my private clients going through charging their prices, doubling their pricing, feeling up their schedule and then doubling those prices again within a matter of like two months. Right. It's just, and if you think about that, like how can I possibly charge five figures when I was charging something a little, you know, a little bit, and then you work through that story. Oh, it came from my dad or it came from my mom. Oh my gosh, I have this limiting money that I've never really even thought about. Couldn't even be, I didn't even know it was present. And now you work through this and then you go and you have no excuses to go and you just massively build your business with ease. Earlier we talked, we talked a little bit about how the beliefs get how the beliefs get in there during your younger years before your frontal lobe uh, actually develops. How much of you, how much of this uh, self-awareness, I guess is what we're really talking about here. How much of it um, do you think comes with age? Because I mean, there's, there's a lot of young people maybe, you know, in their, in, I don't know, I, I, I teach high school in the morning. I have 17 year old kids who may not have that frontal lobe fully developed. But how much, of, how much can I get through to them, do you think, to help break down those types of thought processes that, that have been given to them, that have been built into them? I think, so just a couple of really quick tips, I think, for everybody to, to use is by 17, it's developed. So that, that you know, for sure. Um, but um, it's just asking the questions, right? Uh, one of the most crucial questions and simple question that I ask my clients is if they say something and you see that it's, it's just kind of like a subjective thing, right? When they say, state some kind of a statement that is true or money doesn't grow in trees. Mm, interesting. What makes you think that, right? It's not the question of why, but it's the question of what or how, right? These questions are super important. What makes you think this? How do you know it to be true, right? So it's, it kind of allows them. So in transformational coaching, the number one thing is to allow clients to step back. Is how do you step back from being you, right, within that you? To step back a, a step and just they even think about it. Well, well, actually, yeah, well, how do I know it to be true? Or what makes me think that? Oh, I heard my mom say that. Right. And allow you to step back and see, well, if somebody else is saying this, well, is there another, you know, can there be another truth to that or offer them a reframe right there and then of saying, well, you know, it, it could be true for your mom, but is it true for everybody? Right. It's just a challenging question of them to even step back and, and give them an opportunity to kind of seed a different thought that they would have never thought about unless you ask them that reflective question that had them thinking, well, yeah, how do I know this to be true? What makes me think that, right? What makes me think this? And how do I learn this? Or did, who did you learn this from? Who said that, right? That allows them to step back and just think about, well, this is not a universal truth. I learned it from somewhere. Well, this person thinks different. And it's interesting that we all think different. So that is the place where I can actually choose what I, what I want to be living in instead of just 
belittling something that something is a universal truth. So I think this one simple, and you can ask them this question over and over and over as if more like, well, why do you think it's important? Oh, how do you know that? Because of this. Great. And how do you know that? Because of that. Great. How do you know that? So it's the same question. Just go in a layer deeper, allow them to step back, step back, step back, step back, step back. And then five minutes later, they're just realize that, oh my God, oh my God, I know this because my grandma, grandmother was talking about this all the time, but is it really true? This is going to like just completely just shutter their world. I think it's super important to be asking people reflective questions and they'll just, they'll ponder it and they'll think about it and they'll change their mind. Not just that, they're some of the most interesting conversations. I've always, I've always found when, when you're having a conversation and you're letting the other person discover themselves or you're letting the other person express themselves or share their stories, they're always the best conversations. I don't have to do much of the talking in the first place. And second, they really tend to like you when you get to do that, right? Yeah. They really admire you for that time uh, that you're paying attention to them. I, I just find it, um, I don't know, counterintuitive, I guess, to be able to uh, talk to somebody uh, and let them speak their piece, let them speak their mind, and then all of a sudden they put you on a pedestal. It's kind of a weird thing to do, but it's it's truly, truly, I think, how you allow people to uh, to to really... Uh, to really expand on a relationship. We're big on like, you know, hashtag powerful relationships. And one of the biggest things to me is allowing people to express themselves. For example, on the show, every single one of our episodes is always about a guest. It's always about what they're doing. It's always about how they're, how they're living their life. And sometimes you get some of these moments in, in, in these conversations where the little light bulb goes off in their head, like, Oh, that's, that's where it came from. And, and I can, I love the fact that you're doing that, asking the, the next question, just digging a little deeper, uncovering that layer on that onion, just dig a little deeper, a little deeper, a little deeper to help themselves realize that how much of, how much of that process do you think it's going to take for, uh, for entrepreneurs how, in your experience, how, how long, how long of a process? I mean, you said some of the two months, those are might be some of the average ones, or is it like on, on a regular basis, something that you should be doing for a year? Like how long should I have a mentor or a coach? So it depends on what your needs are really. I found with my clients that if we do the deep work within three months, um, of having, you know, conversations about twice a month, mostly because it's a very deep work. So I clients require the time to integrate. So you want, you go so deep, you kind of just want to process it. Otherwise your brain is going to go insane and it'll want you to sabotage again. Mm -hmm. So for three months, it really allows you to get into the majority of the, the biggest beliefs and self-limitation beliefs. So we'll dig down into like, you know, the unworthiness. Am I good enough? Am I enough? Am I worthy? Am I deserving? All of this guy, am I a failure? All this type of things we usually go through the money mindset visibility story what you just said is like oh people put a people putting in a pedestal when you're an entrepreneur and when you do something great you have to be visible you have to be powerfully seen and heard and get paid for it yes. right so be, some people have problem with being seen and heard when you know imagine somebody comes to you and says oh my gosh you just changed my life throughout like one conversation you just changed my life and some people have problems with that right they just they don't know how to how to react to it Think about um, ideas of like somebody bashing you over, like a troll, and just saying you suck. You're what you're doing is is a, is a pile of BS and whatnot, right? So like we have to have a reaction, or technically no reaction to it whatsoever if we've worked through our stuff. So I find it that if we do the deep work within three months, 
my clients have massive results. So we just really just dig deep. And I'm also, you know, and you can see it through my energy. I don't really play around too much. So I'm looking for people who are really willing to go all in because it requires you to be open up. And, and I say it, it's like, an, uh, you know, performing an open heart surgery, so to speak, yeah. on, your, your, on your soul or on your, on your mindset. It requires you to be able to go to you know, people cry and it gets messy and, and that's okay because you, you're able to heal really fast. So three months is generally the generic way of like, this is where we just make super duper transformation really fast. And then we start combining it or like, meanwhile, combining it with business, acute business strategy that requires for people to grow. So if you just are, you know, like I have my clients who just, I'm in. I'm in for life. Like, this is my game. I want to build an empire. I want to create, I want to leave a legacy. I want to help people. I want to change this world. And then we usually work for a year, right? Somewhere for a long year. So we do the transformational work first. And then we start introducing the business strategy because when you're in this place, you're in this game for life. It's just, it's just what, it's just what it takes. Right. But if you just want to deep transformation that you want, it's, it's somewhere in between three months, and it takes about 90 days for us, for our brain to rewire our habits as well. So it's just kind of scientific thing. So about 90 days to rewire the habits and create the new ones and create the new neural pathways. So I'd say three months is the minimum type of work. And then if you want to, you know, if you're in for it, then a year is a great way of, of staying on track. And that's when the accountability comes in, you know, and the support comes in and the stretch come in because you want to create something big and massive. So doing the mindset and the business at the same time is crucial. And I find a lot of people don't do that. So I found kind of a hole in the market when there's either the strategy or the mindset, you know, or what I call the blame and shame coaching, which doesn't work in any kind of case. <laughs> right? now, we, dug a little, we dug pretty deep here today in that whole emotional category. It was almost therapeutic uh, just doing it ourselves. But, um, but it, when, when you when you have these sessions where they're able to dig deep, I'm assuming that, that once you break a certain barrier or a belief that you're trying to, to achieve in, in your consultation, there's some action steps that you put into place, right? Yeah. Um, so how, what kind of action steps do you help ha have your clients do so that, you know, once they break down, they start to build new habits and new beliefs? I love this question. And you know, I love it because I always tell my clients that we work in any synergy. So when you do this type of a transformational work at the end of the work, the clients are so clear and empowered going back to the empowered action set that I was talking about. They feel so clear, so released and so empowered. They, my question is based on what we've just discovered and done. What is an empowered action set that you want to take? And I think it's absolutely beautiful because you give people the space and the time to create what they want to create, right? Mm -hmm. we were, we're so systemized, right? In the system, school is a system, you know, parenting, kindergarten, university, all this is a system. So to, to be able to just give client an opportunity to shed all of that, to release all of that, and then sit and say, I'm actually in control of my own life. Everybody comes up with an action step that they fulfill and they feel amazing about. And I am, you know, no universe, no God to tell them, you know what? I'm the smartest person in the room. I'm just going to give you an action step. No, leading <laughs> people to that place when they feel absolutely, totally empowered and unstoppable, then they just go ahead and say, I want to do this, this, that. And they feel absolutely free to go and they do that and they create results. So going back to my clients who double her prices, that we did the money mind session. We did the money mindset. We went really deep. She cried, you know, we cleaned the mess up, came out and I was like, what feels good? And she's like, I'm just going to double my prices. And I was like, fantastic. She had a conversation with a client at a new pricing an hour after we had a session and she had a yes automatically like that's how fast things 
things happen. And that's the whole idea of success without struggle. It doesn't have to be, you know, you have to do a step that the system tells you you have to in order to create an amount of money or so. It doesn't have to be that way, right? It can be done as quickly as that as long as you feel super clear and empowered and you just release the old blocks. So it's really up to my clients at this point to create this kind of result. I love that. And I want our audience to understand that we just had a discussion on how to change your core beliefs. We then went into creating action steps, right? And through coaching, right? And just an FYI, none of it you told them to do. All you did was the guide in every single step of the way. You guided them to self-discover. You've guided them to to self-empower and then to take the action steps that they want. So all these things are within you as an individual. None of those things came from, you know, Lilia, the awesome guru coach, right? You're not a know-it-all businesswoman of every single asset in business, right? You literally help people discover what's already within them, put them in a clear path and a clear direction, give them a, a, you know, basically wash their glasses off a little bit so they can see clear straight ahead and then figure out how they want to get there. I love that. That was great. And I thank you. And I think it's beautiful because then I get to witness people create, it's creating what they really truly want in their life. And it's just really rewarding. You know, it's not, here's the cookie cutter or not cookie cutter method for you to create your business. It's like, oh my gosh, I can actually create my business and have my lifestyle the way I actually want it. And then through the journey, I discover a lot more of what I actually want. And then I have someone believing in me so deeply and thoroughly and just supporting me that I can go ahead and create what I want. It's really empowering. It's very satisfying to be able to create leaders who are going out there and doing what they love and they feel amazing about it and they feel good about it and they help other people. So it creates just like this waterfall trickling down effect. You know, I'm helping one leader and then she goes ahead and he goes ahead and they, they help their clients and it's just, it's just much faster I've changed in the world. It's really fulfilling, quite amazing. Yeah, I, I can tell. It's so, 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 such great information today. I want to, you know, time flew for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really did. So, uh, Lilia, thank you very much for being on our show. I mean, all this is very useful information. I want to give you the last couple of minutes here to tell our audience if they want to get a hold of you to work with you, how do they get, how do they get in contact with you? Yes, thank you guys. It's great. I love talking about the business. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so if they want to reach me, then they can go ahead and um, my website is www.lolianavarrete.com. So they can find me there. They can also find me on Instagram, which is Lilia Navarrete Coach. And of course, Facebook, which is just Lilia Navarrete. And uh, contact me anywhere there and they'll, and they'll find me and I'll definitely reply. I promise she'll make you think, she'll make you cry, she'll make you laugh, but she'll put you in the right direction. <laughs> Thank you, Lilia, very, very much uh, for you know sharing your time. I know it's later over there in New York, so thank you very much for being on our program. Thank you for inviting. It was a pleasure, guys. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, quick reminder before we head out, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Hit him up. He'll ride out on his Harley and pick him up, except not in New York. Um, and then lastly of course if you have any insurance questions you need life you need health you need personal you need business insurance or you want to add insurance into your particular business hit james up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com then that's all we got for you guys today thanks a lot lily thank you peace bye-bye and i'm out thank you for listening to the business bros podcast are you interested in being on the show 
Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show. 